from San Diego, California, it's the Frug Life Podcast with your host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the podcast. I just spent this morning preparing my taxes. Yuck. And like last year, it looks like I owe money again. I used TaxHawk this year, and overall, I really enjoyed the experience. It only costs $15 per state return, and the federal return is free. I compare this to my experience with H&R Block somewhat recently, where I thought the return was going to be free, and then as I went through my return, I realized that I'd have to pay money, and as I had to add different forms, like I had to file a Schedule C that year, uh, and that costs extra money because you have to use some deluxe version of H&R Block and yada, yada, yada. And so it adds a bunch of costs to it, and then it ended up costing way more money than free, like $150 or something, uh, which was ridiculous. So I really like TaxHawk because it gives you a flat price, $15 for a state return, and I was able to add my 1099B for dividends received. Although depending on the amount of money you made this year, you may be able to file totally free. There's a bunch of services that the IRS recommends on their website. Uh, You can check that out. I'll try to find a link and include it in the show notes. But if you're like me and you don't qualify for a free return, I think TaxHawk is one of the best ones to check out. I think I'm a little late in the season. I've been pretty busy, honestly. But fortunately, it looks like the deadline to pay your taxes has been extended. Now, my understanding is you still need to file your taxes by the April 15th deadline, but I believe you have a 90-day extension to actually pay. So that's nice. And at the same time, you probably want to file earlier because you may have a return and you probably want that money. And oops, it looks like I'm wrong. It looks like the filing deadline has been moved to July 15th as well, not just the payment deadline. In my defense, that changed literally yesterday though. Boy, things change quick nowadays. Okay, well, we have a more pressing subject to speak about than taxes. I know I'm a CPA. I'm just not the tax type of CPA. So enough about taxes for today. My, what a week we've had. Today we are experiencing shortages of all sorts of stuff. I went to the grocery store a few days ago, actually Walmart, and my, there was so much stuff missing. While I wasn't able to buy too many regular groceries, I did get all of the toppings for a great ice cream sundae. But yeah, I wasn't able to buy too much normal food. Now, why are the grocery stores running out of food? Well, some of it, I think, is driven by a lack of eating out, right? People used to eat out at restaurants more, uh, but people don't want to eat at restaurants now because of the virus and whatnot. Restaurants are suffering, so that food demand has to be made up somewhere else. But also a lot of this shortage is due to people stocking up. See, as people get scared and decide to stock up on food, the demand for goods increase and the supply remains the same. And if the normal supply chain is unable to absorb this increased demand, then people begin to face scarcity. Now, as more people stock up, rational actors, or at least more rational actors, will now start to worry about supplies, because now there really is a scarcity issue, even if there wasn't one before. And as more and more people go buy things, the problem gets worse and worse. In many ways, this is like a classic run on the bank. 
that a little, perhaps irrational scare causes people to withdraw their money from the bank, and eventually, even rational actors will want to withdraw their money from the bank as the bank doesn't have enough cash for everyone to withdraw their money. Fortunately, this isn't so much an issue today as we have FDIC insurance, so your money in the bank is guaranteed if it's under like a quarter of a million dollars per bank account. Anyways, while this panic may have started as an irrational fear, as people bought up goods, the fear became realized. Fortunately, I think there'll be an end to the panic, and I'm hoping it will be pretty soon. I think in a few weeks, stores will be able to hold inventory again as panic buying wraps up. But that's just a guess. We'll see what happens. But I'm interested in you, my listeners, how you're doing. Feel free to comment on the Facebook page and tell me how food supplies are in your area. And on to our next segment. In the world of business, we love to compare business to other things. We compare business to games, to chess. We compare business to war. Some people think The Art of War is the best book on business. Well, today I might be guilty of that a little. In an ancient battlefield, the most dangerous time for a soldier might not be in the heat of combat, when the two opposing forces are directly engaged with one another. Now, the most dangerous time for a soldier is when one side decides that they are outmatched and it is time to run away. And this retreat isn't a tactical withdrawal. No, this is a mad panic that soldiers are turning away from the enemy, dropping everything, and just running. And it is in these mad panics, in these routes, that the most soldiers are killed. And if you think about this, in a way, it is perhaps like our situation right now. You could say that the economy is in a bit of a downturn right now. The forces of coronavirus seem to be at our gates, and we have two choices, holding our ground and panicking. And as stocks seemingly plummet, you might be tempted to sell. Cut your losses now. Retreat. And you know, for the most part, I don't really recommend doing that. In general, I think panic is rarely a good response. And so even though things may seem crazy right now, it's best to keep a level head. I don't think right now is the ideal time to panic and sell everything. And if you have the means, I think now presents a wonderful opportunity to start investing. So why don't you check out one of my past episodes on investing? They should have some great content for you, some great ideas on how to get started. And I may have some affiliate links in the show notes that you can use to set up an account today, get some free stock. Check those out. Now, there are also some great resources I saw this week with some great business advice. A podcast and entrepreneur I like a lot, Pat Flynn, has a plethora of products he is offering right now during all this craziness. And I'll include links to those in the show notes. I've been listening to his show, Smart Passive Income, for quite a while, and it's a huge inspiration of this show. If you listen to an episode, I think you will see some similarities. So links to that below. He has a course he's offering for free now, two books, and some other resources. I would definitely check that out. And I think right now, if you are at home and have some time, it may be a great time for you to start an online business, which is where Pat's resources come in. Or if maybe you're a little less ambitious and just want to make a little bit of money online, 
you might check out my book as well, which is all about making money from home with little human interaction. Now, this book I wrote won't make you enough money to replace your job, but it will make you a little bit of money. And at a time like this, who can say no to a little bit of money? So why don't you check that out as well? Links will be in the show notes. All right. Well, hopefully in the near future, the episodes I do won't all be around coronavirus. Uh, but really, this is kind of a unprecedented event in our history. So much so that it's hard to think about other things right now, right? Well, despite all the craziness going on in the world, I hope you, my listeners, are safe and that you have sufficient food and toilet paper to meet your needs. Good luck with everything and stay frugal. Mm-hmm.